Cut. Oh, fucking cut. Now I'm gonna you go buy. No, no, I'm gonna go purchase one. That's the problem. This, this ain't for me. Well, I was like, you know, the background is mom and dad was addicted to crack cocaine. Okay, right? All praises to the Most High. Hi, how are you? I am Doc Holiday. Welcome to the Doc Holiday Show. And as we know, and as I always say, this show is all about uplifting black men. Black woman, black teen, black child, black royal. And this is a very special episode for me because everybody been seeing me. They hear the story, but they don't really see the man behind the story. Talk about me being a black royal. My pops, Bobby Edward Holiday. Pops, how you doing, man? Doing great, son. Thank you, man. Hey, first of all, first of all, let me begin by saying thank you for being, you know, that patriarch, that strong man. You know, raising me and our seven seven siblings the way you have and all of us uh, are successful. But this is about you. So tell the people all about, about yourself. From Como, Mississippi, a sharecropper. Take us, take us there in your upbringing, Pops. All right. Going about, back about 50 years or so, I was a sharecropper. My dad was sharecropper. And me being an offspring of my dad mean I was a sharecropper. So I brought up... Uh, uh, doing slave-like labor in Mississippi for $2.25 a day. And I endured this till I was about 16. And at the age of 16, I asked my dad, because I respected my dad, Dad, can I leave? He said, boy, go on. That's all I wanted to hear. So in 1966, I left. Went to Memphis first and then uh, went to Chicago. Enrolled in high school up there and finished my last year of high school in Chicago, and I was, uh, I was, um, I guess a little bit afraid because they had white kids in the class up there. It wasn't many, but it was enough to make me fearful, and I was fearful of the uh, students too because I'm country, and they living in the city. Yeah. So it was, it was, it was quite a rough road. That I tread at the time. Now taking us back, pops, to Como, Mississippi. You have how many brothers? Yeah, how many brothers and sisters? I had uh, six brothers. Well, five brothers, myself, and uh, four sisters. And now just going back to those conditions, you know, Jim Crow. Uh, just you know, because I think a lot of people forget that we're just one generation removed from Jim Crow, Jim Crow. and to see people like yourself succeed and make it through that. That's inspirational to me, even if you were not my father. But just to see, you know, royal elders like yourself who lived during that time, that's why it it perplexes me when people say, that was a long time ago. No, 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 those people are still living, just one generation. Tell me how, you know, I guess stressful and scary it was living up. Because Como, Mississippi, you know, pretty isolated yeah. and pretty and I segregated. Wasn't, I wasn't even in a small town, probably about 1,000 people or more. I was like out in the country part of Como, Mississippi, where the cotton fields and the corn fields and the bean fields were. That's where I brought up, man. I'm from the dirt, you know, not not in a negative yes, way. Yes, sir. No, no. But from the foundation. Yeah. I put it there. Really, see, and that's that's the thing about it. See, people be talking about they getting it out the mud. No, Pops and uh, royal elders like himself, they really got it out of the mud, like literally got it out of the mud. And I, want, I, I would love for the people and the young people to know you know, those conditions, that situation, you being a kid walking to, walking to school or walking anywhere and always having to be fearful 
yeah. of what maybe ha- what happened to you because of the racism all that the was time, prevalent. All the time, man. That was a time during the Emmett Till murder. I was still, I was about what, five, six years old when they murdered Emmett Till, but I remember that. And I thank God I wasn't at the place Emmett Till was or where those marches was taking place because I've been a martyr. Yeah, you would be here. Malcolm and the rest of the kids would be here because I would have died. I wouldn't have stood for it. I've been a martyr. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, that's and people that know me, know my brothers and uh, know my family, you know, you think you talking about well, he, we tough and where we get them hands from because we got it from Pops. And when Pops said he would have been a martyr, that mean they would have had to kill him. Yeah, because that's Definitely. just how we roll. That's just how how's how strong he is. That's how strong we are. But even in those conditions, your dad, Joe Holiday, granddad, Pops. But your mom died, as you know, in, in a very at a very young age. Yeah, she died when I was like three and a half years old. Uh, in 1953, so I don't I don't have no conscious recollection of my mama living. I have a vague uh, re- uh, recollection of her after she passed, but I don't see no picture of her in my mind while she was living. But uh, thank to God, the Al- Almighty Yahweh, that another woman came into my life, Laverne Holiday. My daughter Malika has. Middle name Laverne mm-hmm. because I admired my stepmama so much. She came into a, a family of ten, and she stepped in there. And she had no kids of her own, and she, you know, she weathered what we was going through at the time. And pops, uh, uh, just the conditions, man. To just you know, people hear sharecropping and they just hear it. I know you used to take us down when I was in elementary school to Como, and we, you know. Show and tell, we go out there and pick some cotton because granddaddy was still living right, out there. Right, right. We'd take it back to school and we can play with it. And it was fun and games for us. Oh, but for you, the life, yeah, that, describe that, that life. That's a reality for me, man. Because dad started me in the field when I was about five or six years old, picking cotton, chopping cotton, playing gardens, playing watermelons or whatever. And uh, by the age of seven, dad had me on the tractor plowing fields and I, I would like uh say from uh, I think I started on my own plowing the tractor about seven years old until I left you know at 16 but as a child uh, I was out there in the cotton field and the only inspiration I had was the admiration of me uh in the um thanks that my dad gave me that was my inspiration to go ahead because my dad approved of the work ethic that I had, so yeah. And how how uh, how how you know I guess how tedious it was living in them times because I remember you telling stories and you just walking and you know you barefoot you looking at the rocks but yeah. worrying about you know hope some racist person racist man doesn't and you know snatch you up and also when you tell me you know the the, the sharecropping conditions that you know that. The man would always have granddad, and granddad is a big, strong, stat- I mean, powerful man, but always would have him behind where he never could catch up. Never, never. Uh, we'd work all the entire year. We'd plant the crop in the spring. We'd plant it. I helped my dad to plant it. And uh, it, would, um, it would grow uh, around April, May, June. We had to cut the weeds out of the cotton. And... Uh, uh, as the cotton matured, October, November was picking time. We had to do that, and it was like slave-like conditions. 
and, and now pops and from there you leave there and you you told us about you going to you know come to Memphis Chicago then uh, you make the decision yourself because back then they were drafting people but you made the decision yourself to go to the armed forces and service and for that I appreciate you I salute you for that but you know you didn't you didn't you didn't go to the easy the easy branch you went to the toughest branch Marine yeah. and you are a proud Marine at that oh man oh, no doubt you know a lot of my self motivation was taken stolen from me as I was growing up. So I had somewhat an inferiority complex, first of all. And at the time, the Marines' uh, motto way back then, I don't know whether people uh, uh, um, uh, 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 relate to this or not, but the Marine Corps' motto at that time was Marine Corps builds men. So that's what reverberated in my mind. Mm -hmm. So I said, okay, if I'm going to military, I'm going to the toughest one there is, you know. Because I am a man, and I'm going to prove to myself that I'm a man by going to the toughest branch of service. And uh, I was sent to Vietnam uh, after I had done a tour in Africa. And by the grace of Yahweh, Allah, God. Whoever you want to talk. Yeah, the most high, whoever. Yes, sir. call the most high brought me through that. I didn't physically, you know, Mm -hmm. mentally had an effect on me. I ain't going to deny that. Yeah. It's still due to this every day, but I went there the same year that Dr. King got killed, 1968, same month, April. I went to the Marine Corps, and that was the year Dr. King was killed. Well, you you go to the Marine Corps, you make it through <clears throat> Vietnam War, you come back home, and then you find that you had me, man. 1973, man, I appreciate it. Then shortly after that, you know, you had my brother Malcolm, 75, then Malika comes in 77, then Michelle in 80. You know, and now we have four more brothers after that. We got, you know, Maya. Two more brothers. No, I mean, four more siblings. You're right. Yeah, you yeah. see, Pop, them, yeah, you, you, you know your kids. Yeah. You got no. Bobby, you got Justin, Bobby, Maya, and Miera. Uh, but with, with my mom and the first four, you, 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 y'all get married and y'all have her, but then, you know, 1985 strikes, tough day. Right. She That's dies. Right. Yeah, she died. So we have to deal with that. But I still, I've asked you, you know, that day that happened, June 11, 1985. Uh, cause you was you man, you still a superhero to me, strong man. Cause I mean, you know, show your muscles, and I never really seen you break down and cry. But you know that that same day, you know, you was just uh, just go back to you know how you was feeling that day. It was well, I was hurt, deeply hurt, and I was afraid. I ain't ain't afraid mm-hmm. to say I was afraid. Yeah. How was I gonna raise my four siblings at the time because their mama had just died. Yeah. So uh, the same God that protected me, or the most high, that protected me through Vietnam, uh, helped me raise my four siblings by your mom mm-hmm. and uh, did the best I can, could. You know, all of you all are healthy and uh, you're doing well in life. So uh, by the grace of God, Allah, uh, Yahweh, uh, most high, uh, he let me get through the turbulent times I had after your mom passed away. And I tried not to share in the tears because I wanted to be a pillar for y'all. If I would have broke down at my mom, at your mom's funeral, then that would have showed that might have showed some people that I was a weakling and I never have been a weakling. So that's why you ain't seeing the tears. No, I seen you beat up two police officers at one time. I mean, statutes of limitations <laughs> over. But I seen you get put put the, put put that work on. Uh, but, okay, but now pops, yeah, and just uh. Just that and having to deal with that because, you know, it was three boys and it was a girl. So, Malika, you know, you had to 
try to find a way to deal with her. You know what I mean? But oh, as, as far man. as doing, uh, getting her hair done, you know what I mean? And, you know, girl stuff. So it was tough. Man. And I, I saw the panic when, when uh, Ru, uh, my wife got killed and I remarried. And uh, I wanted someone to be, step in and be a mother to, to for y'all. But I stepped too fast. I think, you know, I'm not going to wish that away yeah, because got, yeah. you got two brothers. Yeah. You know, but, yeah, basically I, I – uh, I had to raise Malika on my own, basically. And, but, you know, you did have some great help with your, your sisters. You know, ain't Jake, oh, ain't Dorothy, no ain't Bertha, yeah, ain't Understine. Yeah, no I doubt, mean, just man. amazing yeah, holiday you know women. About yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, yeah so uh, they were amazing with, you know, with helping out and helping us. But, you know, from my point of view, being the oldest, you know, it, it was scary as well. And it's something that me and our siblings, I tell people when you, you lose, a, lose a parent, you never get over it. But it, it does, you know, it does – get better but all of us you know who our mom died we had it has affected us differently but what i have so much respect for you is that uh you didn't turn your back on us Never. you didn't abandon Never. us no no suggestion was let you live with your grandma but that one who made that suggestion i suggested she go live back with her so that was what you say pop that what that what that what happened up pop Oh, said you, my kids go live with that. I tell you what, you go live with your grandmother. <laughs> oh man, that's that's but see, yeah, and I have so much love and respect for you for that, and you know, but those after that married, and you got married again. Now you yeah. got you know y'all still married, and you got two lovely daughters. Two daughters, you know, three girls. You got three sisters now, and I wish all of y'all could physically come together. If you don't, then I'm going to pray that the spirit would bring all eight of y'all together. You know, the three girls and, of course, my five boys. Well, we're in different places. You know, we're in different cities and stuff. So Physically. Yeah, physically. That's you know, it. I know, okay, just up on it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I got it. But, yeah. you know, just, you know. Uh, we have to start with the spirit. Yeah, start with the spirit. The That's spirit what perhaps will in each and every one of y'all, and all of y'all can come together sometime uh, physically. I, I'd love to see that, you know. I got a picture. I don't have it with me. It's out there in the truck. My five boys and my three girls, you know, and that was my wish. I said, oh, I'm going to take this, you know, maybe one day they'll physically get back together. But, yeah, I did the best I could. No, you did, you, you've done an outstanding job. And, you, and I, you know, people he, people have been seeing me play football and, you know, be on TV and do all I these things. Done that, bro. You I couldn't have? Opportunity. I could have. Yeah, I know you could have. Those I was going to say, I you could have. I yeah. Opportunity. But mine would have been in the pugilist. Uh, I would have been a boxer. You was a boxer in the Marines. Yeah, so you, you, we kind of skipped over that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a heck of a memory there. Because that uh, the kid that I was fighting against, it was a Caucasian child, uh, he was in trouble from the open round because <laughs> I had all this memories of being semi-slave to yeah. being in the ring. So he had to yeah, marry sure. Brown or something <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'd say pop. Yeah. He, he didn't. You didn't stand a chance, boss man. You know what chance, I'm saying. Man. So I, I know because I, I understand once the bell, even before the oh, bell rang, when you saw it was over. It's all over. I'm thinking in my mind. I said, look, if I knock this dude down three times, they gonna call a fight. I did that in the first thirty seconds or forty five uh, seconds. Knock dude down three times. They didn't stop the fight. I'm gonna do do another round. Okay, did the second round, did the same thing, knocked him down three or four times again, they didn't stop it. Man, 
Yeah, I feel not a win now because, <laughs> hey, I don't have a great lung capacity, I think, at that time. Yeah. But anyway, I got through the uh, uh, last round we fought. Uh, of course, he went down a few other times, yeah. and they eventually stopped the fight. But my perception was it would be over quick like Tyson used to do, mm-hmm. you know, knock him down three times, and I'll be out of here. I won't even be tired. That's the way that was. But he just didn't realize you was about to take all your rage and frustration oh, out of man, all that gen- them drum crow laws and them slavery type conditions. Uh, that Selma March where they were whipping up on our women and our mamas and our sisters and thank the Almighty that I wasn't there because you would be. Yeah, I got you. Huh? I yeah. would have been. I would have been killed. It's like this guy I saw on TV the other day. Uh, this brother doing the Selma March. He, he stepped up to protect his mama from one of those uh, crackers. I guess you can call them that at the time, the, the colored people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, they shot him point blank, you know. If, if I was there, I would have been, I probably would have been uh, shot point blank. Or there would have been a double homicide because whoever shot me, if I had my my my, my layer of, of uh, defense, I would have used it, you know. So I would have been dead, and the guy that hit my mama, would, uh, my sister would have been dead. So it's simple as that. And, Pops, you, you, you made it through all those conditions and successful uh, postal worker for years. You know, that the post office allowed you to take care of us and yeah. provided that opportunity, Thank provided a great, a great life for us. Praise be to God. Uh, Allah or whoever you want to call what, Almighty. Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm with you, Pops. And just, I mean, when you see what you've gone through and the steps in your life and where you are now when you're able to retire and really enjoy your life and enjoy this freedom oh, to see how I'm Memphis is. I'm loving it, man. I'm loving it. Uh, and I tell people nowadays, knowing where I came from, and now I realize that the Holy Spirit or whatever they, y'all want to call it, was with me back then because the road that I was paving for myself, I didn't even know I was paving it for myself at the time. Mm-hmm. It's like the CBs, uh, uh, not CBs, uh, in the military, those people that build bridges mm-hmm. and stuff, they can go across the water and all that. That's what I did. I laid down step by step the path in life that I was going to go down myself. Mm-hmm. That's how I did it, man. I did. I didn't even know God was had me at the time, but I realize now that he did, you know, in retrospect. And how do you feel? I mean, just seeing, you know, with I, how does, uh, really how the state of, Mississippi. you know, Mississippi is, how we are, the state of the black community, because we need to hear from royal elders like yourself. Because, like I said, this, this channel and this platform is all about uplift. And you've been the most uplifting person that I've known and the strongest person that I've known and the one that I always try to, you know, impress and, 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 and make happy. And you did. All of y'all impressed me in, in certain, you know, way, different ways. You in football, Malcolm in football, Justin in track in football, Bob in football. That's all five of y'all. I said, little, little man. Yeah. Don't let me forget little man. Yeah, you see, yeah that's, that's your guy there. Yeah, don't, don't, can't, yeah, you can't yeah, forget little man, but yeah. just, I mean – I mean, I, I just, you know, I just I just wanted you out here, man, because people haven't seen you. They've been seeing me for years. They've been seeing Malcolm for years. They've been seeing Michelle for years. And, you know, my sister, you know, and 
Bobby and Justin and all the rest of them. And, yeah. and your, your story is stronger than that. Go ahead, Pops. You got the floor. Yeah, I was just going to say, man, I, I, I've never have been one that wanted publicity. Mm -hmm. Okay. The work that I did was for y'all was behind the scene, you know, because I never wanted spotlight. I don't want it now. But whatever God tells me I got to do now, that's what I'll do. Pops, you know what I, but I, you know what I also like about you, love about you and your siblings, so as, as many of as, 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 as it was of y'all, man, y'all remain a tight knit. Cause a lot of them, have, a lot of them have passed away now. You know, y'all only got a couple of them left. And I got it's four of us left out of 10. But how did y'all keep that? Cause I'm gonna tell people, I, I used to laugh because my dad is the youngest. So they come, his older brothers come when I was younger, early in the morning, knocking on the, <laughs> knocking on the door. I just used to have to open it up. And once they had a word, they just walk right on past because I know where they were going. Yeah. They were going yeah. right to your cabinet where you had a little juicy juice yeah. Yeah. in your cabinet. Had but a little medicine. Had your little medicine in the cabinet. But I just I just love how solid you all were and how, you know, not only the, 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 the holiday men, but the holiday women, how they really took care of y'all oh, and really man. took care I'm of you. I'm telling you, especially your Aunt Jake, as you yeah. call it. Yeah, she was the uh, matriarch of the family at that time. You know, I, I couldn't, well, my mom, one of them, mm -hmm. my biological, or my stepmom was the matriarch of that unit, you know, as far as I'm concerned. And my sister was the matriarch of the entire uh, military. Big mama, as y'all call it. And Jake, well, yeah. Yeah, was the matriarch of the entire holiday clan, you know. Before she died. She still is because she's still with us spiritually. Now, I want to ask you this, Pop. We talked about how important Aunt Jake was, Uncle Bo, your brother Uncle oh, Bo. Oh, Uncle Bo was definitely uh, 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 driven by the Spirit of God because everybody sort of saw him as the dark horse in the family. Well, in in, the, in retrospect, I can say he probably was one of the strongest brothers that I have, the, the strongest. Mm -hmm. And then on second, I guess I put your Uncle Red. And I don't want, I, you know, I ain't going to say which one I'm strong, but I'm yeah. going to give my props to Uncle Bo because they used to call, they called me. What? What's this? After, after Bo. What they call me? What's what? My nickname, man. Sam? Yeah. Yeah, Sam. Sam. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sam. Hey, Sam. Yeah, Sam. Yeah, Uncle Bo. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, Uncle Bo. Ain't Jake Uncle Bo outstanding. Uncle Cliff. Your brother Uncle Cliff, man. Good yeah. guy. Yeah, he's a good guy. He's uh it's sort of like John Lewis, but uh, uh, you know, on a different uh, level, mm -hmm. you know, than John Lewis, who marched across Selma, yeah. the, the, the bridge in Selma, Alabama. Uncle Jane Robert just recently Dane passed Robert, away. I got yeah, he's he's a good guy. You know, you all know he was. He keep you. He was full of fun. You know, he always had a joke to tell. You know, and uh, he was very instrumental. And uh, the cohesiveness of the entire family, including its nephews and nieces. Uncle Bubba, Bubba Jean. Uncle Bubba. <laughs> Wild card, I guess, because he, he went to the military and uh, he, he he made Germany his home. And it still is to this <laughs> still day. Still to this day. Huh? day. No, you got, you got, and you got, ain't understand. Ain't understand. Uh, two, tell you, number two. In the line of succession from your Aunt Jake, mm -hmm. she would have been the next. The way she took care of us and stepped up, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Next, next matriarch Our clan, the eight, you know. Yeah. The, yeah. And I think beautiful soul, though. Lovely soul, yeah. May, uh, may she rest in peace and may God bless. Ain't birth. Spirit. 
And Birthwood's a beautiful lady, physically as well as spiritually, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And ain't Dorothy, your, your girl. Dorothy, she's still here. Still here, still New York. Yeah. Hey, I think she's about, what, 70? You'll be 72 this year, so. Yeah, she's about 73 or 4, you know. She's mm-hmm. still hanging in there. She's still, she's still. Partying is full of life. Full of life, you know. Go out on the internet, you can see her, hear her in tear in convertible top. <laughs> she got the big glasses on. She's loving, you know, she's living, uh, uh, she's reaping the, uh, Fruits of her, her labor, also. But I, you've always told her that out of, out of all your siblings, you love them all equally. But ain't Dorothy was the one y'all was close in ages. Real close. Yeah. She protected you, and y'all was just really your play, your play, your play, your playmate, and the one you grew up with because your yeah. brothers yeah. were so much older than you. Right, right, right. Yeah, she was my sister, and she was my uh, companion when we were growing up. We grew up together, and uh, she actually saved me from getting shot once. Ever tell you about that? No, you didn't tell me. Okay, about I'm gonna tell you now. Uh, Uncle Bo, my my man, Joe my, Willie. Everybody that yeah. love him. He had we had a twenty two rifle. Dad had a twenty two rifle, and he had a a cartridge in it that had that that was unfired. Right, it had been snapped on three or four times and didn't fire. And so he came out on the porch of the house one day, and I was a little kid. I guess I was eight, seven, eight, nine years old, something like that. And he put the rifle up to my head, right like that, because he he knew it wasn't gonna fire, right? Mm-hmm. And my and Dot, my my girl, yeah. came out there and pushed it away. Don't do that. And so Bo didn't. He didn't snap the uh, the round on me. And Bertha, uh, you ain't Bertha was laying across the bed there, and he snapped it on her, and it went off and went through a leg. It didn't cause much yeah. damage, but uh, uh, my dad caused quite a bit of damage. <laughs> I bet he did. Bones. Now, lastly, before we wrap it up, Pops, and I appreciate your candor, man, sharing to not only to me but to the to the world because I think it's, it is it's extremely important for them to know who you are and how strong you are and how you persevered well, and been, you. been successful. But Joe Holiday, your he, Pops. He was the pillar. He was the pillar of, of this this whatever you want to call it, this pyramid that goes from my my granddad, my great-granddad, who's a slave, to my granddad, who probably was a slave, to my dad, you know. Uh, yeah, that's the way it went. You know, it's a pyramid. So, putting putting uh, my my great-granddad at the, at the top. apex of it. Yeah. Well, well pop, above, you know, right below. Yes, sir. You know. I understand. I understand. Uh, well, Pops, anything else you want to add before we wrap up this episode, Pops? Well, I want to say to you, uh, I appreciate this. I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to come here and talk to you all and reminisce something about my life. But I, we haven't we haven't scratched the surface yet on the thing, things that I could share with you, you know, uh, about my journey from Mississippi to Memphis to Chicago to the West Coast. Uh, where, where San Diego, where the Marine Corps recruit depot was, to ITR, advanced infantry training, to Morocco, Africa. Well, I stopped in Portugal, so I hit a portion mm-hmm. of, uh, I hit a portion of uh, uh, Europe and in, in, in to Morocco. And after Morocco, hey, man, get together. 
After, Mar- <laughs> hey, after Pops, Morocco uh, was Pops ain't finna let you. Pops ain't finna let you. Pops ain't finna let you. He ain't finna let you weep up now. I'm good, Pops. I just yeah. nah, I just, nah. I'm getting yeah. emotional, man. Go ahead. To Hawaii, they brought me out of Vietnam for a minute. Stopped me in Hawaii in case we had to go back. And after that, you know, home sweet home, Mississippi. I mean Memphis. Well, pops, I appreciate you so much, man. Yeah, you know, yeah, see, yeah, yeah you, you, you so, so now people understand why I'm, you know, no, ain't no tears and you, ah, no holiday house, no, not, I, no men, I man. You knocked them out. Of you, you did. You just knocked. You, I mean, it, 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 uh, that one didn't fail. God damn, <laughs> pops, I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry, I'm sorry pops. Bro. But uh, you'll be all right. But pops, I thank you so much for joining us, man. I, I really appreciate. I really appreciate you. I love you with everything in me, man. My whole. Thanks. All right, you got it. All right. That's it. What you cooking?